good afternoon and good evening. Welcome to Ongakudu, the podcast where three friends come together and break down what's new in the Japanese music industry. This is the podcast for the week of April 7th, 2023. I'm your host, Kay, and with me we have Luna. Hello, everyone. Ginky. And Gray. What's happening, dudes? Nothing too much, you guys. How have you been and what you guys have been listening to as of late? Let's start with you, Gray. Yeah, so uh, for me, it's been... A little bit here and there. Uh, been listening to Chemistry's latest, or not Chemistry. Well, it is Chemistry and Dice. So uh, they dropped their latest collaboration, Sparrows, and it, it's really good. Uh, I, I think it's fantastic, uh, and I, I've been loving it. Uh, I think the vocal work done in Sparrows is amazing. I can't recommend it enough. Uh, definitely go check out uh, Sparrows, uh, which again is a collaboration between chemistry and dice but uh, i've been listening to equal love's latest release uh oka eli uh hana daiyori that is a really good song and equals love has really been on a tear as of late it's i i just i think they've been doing fantastic work i can't recommend it enough it seems like uh the past two or three songs they they dropped has just been really good and uh really loving it I've been really digging the new uh, Exile group. They dropped. Uh, it's not their debut release, uh, but it's their latest digital release. Uh, so it's forever. It's Psychic Fever from Exile Tribe. Uh, this is fantastic. The vocal work done in this is amazing. Uh, I've been meaning to go check out their other stuff, but I, I haven't gotten around to it yet. They've they've got they dropped their PCF album last year, and then they have a couple of other releases, uh, including To The Top and Rich and Bad, which also came out this past year. So I need to check out more of their stuff and and everything. But their Forever release is amazing, and I cannot recommend it enough. And I've still been listening to Lonely Lonely by Ali. I think I talked about that the last time uh, on the show. Uh, that's just a really great release. Ali is killing it. Uh, same goes for Bloom. It breaks my heart every time I listen to them. That they are that they're. I mean, they, they are real. They they dropped a, a release, but they're not like going to go on a tour or anything like that. So it it it, it kind of breaks my heart. But uh, Bloom's uh, EP, self titled EP, is fantastic. All five songs on it are amazing. I can't recommend it enough. Our conversation. But idol groups kind of got me nostalgic, and I remembered that I, I really loved uh, Ju Ichigatsu no Anklet. Uh, that came out around the time I think we started recording the podcast. Uh, I it was really the single right before we started. Okay, yeah, yeah. And uh, it was Mayu's single. It was the her last lead single. Yeah, our conversation about her made me go back because uh, I remembered it and I was like, oh, I really liked that song. And, and now it's on Apple Music. So I was like, I'm I'm nabbing it. That's so one of the few singles I, I actually bought <laughs> or actually yeah. own. It's fantastic. It, it's such a great song. It's a great music video, too, if you haven't checked it out. Yeah. Uh, I, I, it's, it's really good. Uh, I've been checking out Ivy's latest album, Monster. Uh, which is pretty good. It's pretty solid. If you if you like Ivy, uh, which everyone knows I do, 
uh, it's pretty good. It's a pretty solid release by them. Uh, so far, my favorite one on it is Blue Daisy, but uh, I'm I'm been going back and listening to it a little bit more. Other than that, I don't think I've been listening to anything too crazy. What about you, Luna? So, I've been listening to pretty much like a hodgepodge. I have my what I call my usual fallback playlist that I always go to when I I can't decide what I want to listen to. So I have a lot of favorite songs on there. It's also easy to put it on when I'm in the car. That way I'm not taking my hands off the wheel and trying to pick a song because we know that's not safe. Please don't do that. So there are a few newer ones that popped up in that playlist that haven't popped up before. And it really got me back into these artists. One was Milia Katomedia. A couple of her songs had popped up recently, like Sayonara Baby, Aitai, Caught Up, Star, Yozora, some of her older tracks, and also some of her newer ones. She has a new album that literally just, well, it's dropped, called Blonde 16. It came out on the 5th of April, and... It's, I mean, I already liked a lot of the tracks leading up to it, such as Goodbye Darling, Kill My Love, Be My Baby featuring Yulse, Cry Me a River, Wild and Free, and so far, like, I'm loving the album. Respect Me was one of the, she released it digitally, and it's on the album. I think it's fantastic. I did pre-order the album, but I also couldn't fully wait to listen to it because I really went back on my Milia kick. And I've wanted to revisit a lot of her tours. And since it's my birthday month, my husband agreed to watch any concert I wanted. And she was actually on my list. And going back has been a treat because I love to listen to how far she's come as an artist. And I remember her debut. I bought her debut album. I own almost every single of hers in numerous editions, but it has been a treat going back and listening to her. And she did a cover album that I did buy in 2020 called Covers Man and Woman. And I, I'm going to be honest, it's been on my shelf sealed for two years. I finally broke open the seal and listened to it. And I listened to Woman, I'm Halfway Through Man. But the woman cover album, I honestly really liked. And one of my favorite covers on there was actually Don't Wanna Cry. And that's an original in Amuro Namie song. I loved Kato Media's cover of that. And those of you who don't know, she had previously covered another Namie song, which was uh, Namie's one was called Sweet 19 Blues. Milia did her own rendition and it was called 19 Memories. And... I honestly think her voice fits very well with covering a Namie song. And she switched up the compositions, which is something I do appreciate because I don't like when an artist does a straight cover. Like, literally, composition for composition, it irks me to no end. So she switched it up and I liked it. And I think her vocals fit very well with Don't Want to Cry. She also covered Utada's Can You Keep a Secret, which I thought was a great cover as well. She covered Nakashima Mika's Stars, and I did enjoy hearing her rendition. I love Mika's better, but I think Milia still did a great job covering it. She also did Kodokumi's Take Back, which y'all know I love my I love Koda. 
And I, I honestly think Milia did a good job covering every track she did. She also did Aoyama Terumo's Soba Ni Irune. But I, I greatly enjoyed it. And I like the change up she did with it. The the covers for men, I have not gotten there yet. They were a lot on the slower side. So I I listened to about halfway through. And I also am not as familiar with the male track she covered like I am the female ones. So for me, I think it was a little harder to get into it. But I honestly, for me not knowing them, I think she did a great job in her covers. And... And she's just one of those artists, I'm just going to say, I go back to every now and then. She's an artist that I love. I've followed since the beginning. But it's also one I I will just go back and start listening. And I also recommend to people because I think she's a very versatile artist. And those of you who haven't listened to her music are great. Um, she covered one of those, the Fu- Fujikaze songs she did. Yasa uh, Yasa Shisa. She also did one by Shoto, which is no surprise, because Shoto Shimizu, she's known for her collaborations with, and that was Hanataba no Kawari ni Meridio. She did one Teenage Forever by King New. Surprisingly, I loved her cover of that. And I will say, like, she did still keep some of the awkward composition that King New is known for, but she also changed it up and fit it with her. So I think that was, like, one of the things I really did enjoy about hers. And that was when it really stood out was Teenage Forever. And that's also, King New is a hard band to cover because they're very unique. So I I do recommend it. I recommend checking out her music, checking out her new album, Blonde 16. It's very good. I also, Cream, dropped a new digital single. And y'all know I love Cream. It's called How Many Times, and I have been literally waiting for this to drop for months since Minami announced it. I have been so hyped. Did it live up to the hype? Yes. I mean, it wasn't like a club stopper track like I was hoping for. I really wanted a banging track that I could really boom, boom, you know, boom to. But it it is more of a chill track, but I love Minami's vocals. I like stacks. I like that they are keeping it a little more chill. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing them releasing more songs because they haven't really released anything is Cream. They didn't do anything last year. So this has been a big anticipation for me. I do recommend that. Also, Kira, Kira released her new album, Birthday. And gr- I mean, a lot of these tracks on Birthday have been leading up to it, like Hit the Gym and uh, and uh, Birthday Cake was one of the ones she did with Bloom Vase. And I actually loved Birthday Cake because it was so cute and fun. I'm So Good fe- featuring Chehon. I greatly enjoyed that one. That was a digital one she dropped. I do recommend checking out that album. That's been really good. And then I went back to Kodakumi, of course. Why? I forced my husband to watch her Deja Vu tour yesterday. And he actually sat through it without playing on his phone. I was shocked. So props to him because he's not into this music and he actually had fun with it. I will say there, I mean, she is known for her concert. She keeps you entertained. Her ballad section always blows me away because it really showcases her vocals and Aina Uta walk. I will say ballad wise, if you want a song to make me cry, it's walk. The lyrics in it always make me cry. And when she sings it live, 
I'm always in tears when I sing that. It's just such a powerful song. If you have not heard Kodokumi's Walk, I highly recommend it. It is on her first album, Affection. And it is her known ending track for most of her tours. She did that always at the end. This time she stuck it in the middle with her other ballad section. But it, I, all her tours are fantastic, but it's always a treat watching it. 5.1 surround sound, listening to her vocals, her live performances. So it got me back into her music again. And y'all know I love her, so I go back and forth. And I could keep going on because there are some great new ones that have been released. But usually I have my typical playlist with my A-Witch, my Cream, my Coda, my Boa. I got back into Boa. A lot of her Japanese stuff I've been going back through and listening to. And just a lot of the older artists that I have a soft spot for and I love and I started listening to. Hina Uchi Emi added her music to Apple and her old music like her Dramatique album, which if you haven't heard of her, I check her out. She's fantastic. She's known for Mflow collaborations, but she is more than just that. So it's been like a more of a memory down, uh, like a memory lane type of thing. It's my comfort music. I have my comfort artist I go to and they've been comforting me a lot lately. So sorry I took so long. I hope you, I hope everyone got something out of that. So Ken, what have you been listening to? I also was listening to Kodakumi, but for the exactly wrong reasons because of what I did this past weekend. <laughs> you have no idea how jealous I am because if I was there, I would not be in my seat. I would be I trying to find you, her. I, well, you wouldn't have been able to go down first floor anyway. You would have you would have been ticketed. Oh, yeah. I probably would have, but it was either we both go or one of us go, and I know how that is and how Josh was being, so... I really wish if I could have went, you have no idea. Like when I saw that, I looked at him and I was like, I, you have no idea my jealousy level right now. And one, I also, and also I had no idea she was a WrestleMania fan. Yeah. Cause she went to 30 as well. What? I had no, what? Yeah. How did I not know that? She, the t-shirt she was wearing was from WrestleMania 30. 30. Yeah. And she was with her dancer, Michael, who has been yeah. her dancer for ages. Like, ages. We watched her in a tour, and even my husband's like, wait, weren't they at WrestleMania? And I'm like, yup. <laughs> so what songs of Coda were you listening to? I know it's for the wrong reasons, but now I'm curious. I was just listening to Koi no Zubong. That's such a cute song! Yeah, now I'm going to sing it in my listening. head. <laughs> but there was a couple other songs I was listening to. I was listening to Ki Kimi Dake no Hanamichi by Equals Love. So I was also kind of listening to Equals Love for a couple other reasons as well. I was listening to Teiku Te by Cracklax, their latest single. I'm kind of happy that they're kind of keeping around here. And, you know, with this, this last couple of singles and couple of releases, I'm pretty, pretty happy about that. I was also listening to Muse's art. Yoke. This is his latest single, Muse, which is actually really, really good. I've been highly anticipating that. There's also, uh, speaking of collaboration songs, I was also listening to I Rendezvous by both Fuji Fabric and Fredericks, um, a wonderful, wonderful couple of rock bands that decided to do a collab track here. 
more high high pitch, high energy style of uh, pop rock. I think you would really like Frederick. I think you did like Frederick so when we did originally them. Gray. Yeah, I remember enjoying them when we uh, talked about them, but uh, I would I would like to go back and check them out and listen to them because yes, yes. they, they did have some good stuff. I was also listening to Kenshi Yanez's latest single called Lady. It's it's an interesting one, all right. I I pretty much liked it because of how I don't want to say basic it is. It's very It's very low key for Kenshi specifically. So I even I think you would like this song, Gray, because his Kenshi isms aren't specifically in it he takes a very very laid back uh, approach towards this song interesting i I honestly didn't even know he had anything out i also would think you would like the trumpets that are playing throughout this song it's absolutely fantastic okay cool yeah i am a sucker for trumpets so i'll check it out yes i was also listening to fine line uh, featuring Sakai by Syrup. This is a little bit much more of a very tune-up for Syrup here because it's a little bit a bit on the harder rap side here with him. He still has that laid-back style with his composition, but the rap that is included within this song is actually very, very interesting because I, I was thrown aback by it because of how a little bit harder it was compared to usual Syrup stuff. Actually, Luna, I think you would really like this song. I'm gonna have to look this up now because you heard you got me at harder rap. Yeah, but I was also listening to Dreaming by Ghost Like Girlfriend. Ghost Like Girlfriend has been sporadically releasing stuff throughout the year, and I've been kind of really happy about that. <laughs> and I was also listening to Hadu Ichiban by Nishina. <laughs> I just laugh about that because of what was happening behind the scenes with specifically Nishina and Nishino. <laughs> That's just something between me and you, Gray. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was trying to figure out w- w- what commentary to add to that. But yeah, <laughs> I-, I do what I can to keep you entertained. <laughs> I was just, so I was just laughing, I was like, I swear to God. <laughs> I was also listening to Overay Single by Apes. If you have, if you guys have a chance, go check Apes out. They're very interesting overall. <laughs> I really like the laid-back style for this rock band. So um, overall, it's really, really good. I also got Kapiku by Springman. Also another rock band here that I've been kind of in the rock mood as of late. Just kind of keeping energies up here. And then I'm looking forward to Ditsy Sunsfest's latest single because they released the television sized version for their song Decide. And the preview that I've heard from it is actually really, really good. So I'm actually looking forward to when the actual release comes out for it. I was also listening to Blonde 16 by Milia as well. That's absolutely fantastic specifically one night party from that release so i'm actually surprised that you weren't talking about that luna i should have that was uh, one of my other highlight tracks from the album but there were so many good tracks on blonde 16 i Hmm. you know but one night party is one of my top ones on it so far yeah so it's it's 
Let's just say this much: the problems that I have with Milia wasn't glaring in that particular in that particular track, so I ended up liking it a lot. So, because she had, she also falls into her isms very much. She does, and you can hear it. And I don't mind her isms. I think it's you know, like Inezu Kenshi. I like his isms, but I understand the fallback of that. And Milia does fall into those too. And I recognize her isms and like it. And you know it's her. But at the same time, I can see it being as off-putting for others. I was also listening to another singer by the name of Nemine. It's spelled N-E-M-N-E. And her latest release of Taeyeon, her latest EP anyway. It's really good. I think you would also like this as well, Luna. So... This is like her first, I want to say, major collection of songs. She just started, I want to say, within the last year or two. So Send her my way. You know, your recommendations always come off. I'm still listening to Ayane. E. But I was also listening to uh, Boku Rano's EP by Eve, specifically the Koro Roran track on that ep as well eve has been really turning it around i've been you know uh the five hour plane ride over there i ended up just downloading a lot of eve's songs and i ended up becoming a really interesting part of what i think makes him tick and i i absolutely f really like that and while this might not be a music corner per se about him I think it's he's going to be an artist that I can't wait to really see the future on. And then finally, we'll have Nico with hit their latest single called Deep Inside. I've been absolutely really, really interested of how what Nico has been doing, another rock band style of groups here. The flute that is played throughout this song is absolutely fantastic. I highly recommend it. You should actually listen to this group, Gray, so... I'll have to check them out. Sounds fun. Yeah, yeah I, I, I pimped their song Lighthouse a couple weeks back, and this is just another amazing release done by them. So, But with that, let's go into our main thing here today. Unfortunately, usually this episode would be the Oricon, but the monthly Oricon releases has not been out yet. So we had to kind of do an audible here and do our topic again this week. So we'll have two topics <laughs> back to back in uh, the last following episodes. But this topic that we decided to do is, you know, it is the spring season. And, you know, when you think of the spring season, you think of weddings. And I have two people that already had their wedding, but I was like, if I am going to have a wedding slash reception, what kind of songs would I be bringing around with me towards that? So that just started the discussion that we're having today here of songs that we would love to have had played during our reception or during our wedding. Now with you two, because you already had your guys' wedding, this was this would have been songs that you wish you had played. Well, for me, it's songs that I will probably will play. <laughs> So, with that, let's start with you, Gray. Let's go one by one by one. So, just pick a song and we'll sure. kind of count down from there. Yeah, Th these are in no particular order. I, for, to be fair, I don't think any of ours are. So, uh, you know, uh, 
one of the songs that came to my mind initially was yeah. a, a marriage song by uh, the Beat Garden, and I, I was listening to it. I, I, I was like it. I was liking it, and I was like, well, you know, it's it's a good song. It's very appropriate. It's on theme for a wedding, and I I've tried to keep all of my songs to be romance songs. I wanted to at least have like a theme of love and all of them are talk about being with somebody. Uh, but my favorite song by the bee garden is snow white girl. And I, I, I just caved to that song. It's, it's not, I mean, it's still fitting. It's not, you know, obviously marriage songs more appropriate, but this is still a very fitting song for the occasion. Uh, it's a slightly, more upbeat it'd be a fun dance number i think for everybody uh and it's just got a good melody that i think people can kind of soldier behind so i i went with snow white girl i'm sorry it's like i i like this song a bit more than i did marriage song and i was like well you know it is my wedding i'd rather hear a song that i i prefer even if it's not as fitting uh, so I went with Marriage Garden for uh, for uh, my first one. I just I said I, I love you mean the song. Snow White Girl, uh, not Marriage Garden. You're right, uh, Snow White Girl. I, I love Snow White Girl. Uh, this is I think this is the first song I ever heard by the Beat Garden. To be fair, uh, so it, you know I, I love this song. But uh, what did you guys think of this pick? I mean, I, I liked originally it. just. I, I originally thought you were going to do marriage song. <laughs> as as I saw, <laughs> he's probably going to choose the bee garden and choose the marriage song. So I was quite surprised by your selection here, but after hearing your reasonings here, it, it probably makes sense. Like I said, it's 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 your wedding, so you want to hear songs that you actually actually love. Yeah, exactly. Like, it, it was a, like I said, it was almost going to be marriage song. Like that was going to be like the first, like my, my number one pick was that, and then I, I just I had to pivot a little bit. Yeah, so I actually liked Snow White Girl. I wasn't. I honestly don't remember much of the Bee Garden. I know if I've listened to them, but it was a good refresher to go back and check them out and I, I thought it was fun you know it's a, a fun song for a wedding and it's very you gray so I can see you when this comes on of you getting up and dancing to it and having fun with it yeah I, I think me and you Luna are, are are we're kind of of two minds I wanted to kind of go for stuff that people would dance to Hmm. Uh, and, and so that was kind of like one thing that I, I was trying to think of. It's like, I, like you know, what what songs are kind of romantic, but also you can kind of dance to, and, and that's kind of what fed my a lot of my decision making. So, and, and like I said, I felt like Snow White Girl was a, a good, fun, upbeat dance number for everyone. All right, if we're going next, I guess it's me. Yes. So. I also, like Grace said, with the same dance theme, and so I already had my wedding. We pretty much played mostly 90s, 2000s, and Japanese dance music, stuff that's fun, you can get in the floor with. We had maybe like a few mid-tempo songs here and there. Our main song we danced to together was a ballad. Can't go wrong with uh, Kiss from a Rose, you know, Batman, y'all. So... What I picked, because these are tracks that 
I either one didn't discover or did not have enough room in the playlist because our playlist was so long we didn't even finish our playlist. That's how many songs we had. So these are ones that I honestly wish if I could have included or wanted to include. And there's more along this lines. Like I always find if you like, oh man, I wish I included this. So the big one actually is Milk and Honey by Cream. It's one, it's a fun dance song. It's the type I like to dance to. And this song is really dirty. <laughs> and listening <laughs> to the lyrics in my head, a lot of people will maybe get a little bit of it because they're it it's pretty much like a bilingual track. It's in Japanese and English, switches between it. So some of, some people might hear like some of the English things getting that idea. But like when you really listen to the lyrics and you know Japanese, you'll be like, oh, this is so dirty. And that's one of the reasons like I'd like to put it in there because people, a lot of people who don't know Japanese could dance to it without knowing. But at the same time, I do like it for that reason. <laughs> it, I mean, it, it's a fun song to dance to. I like the beat. It's super catchy. It's a fun track. And I feel like that with a lot of Cream songs, which is why I would honestly have a hard time really picking out which ones I would do. I will say my actual wedding, I played Banana because that's mine and my best friend's jam. And as soon as that came on, you know, we were on the floor singing and dancing. And Milk and Honey is one of those tracks that really gets me excited dancing. It would be fun, I think, for everyone and I also kind of, I love the in, innuendos that are in that track. I mean, you really hear it when you listen to it. Plus, you know, it's a wedding reception. And the way you think about it, it kind of goes with things. But I, I mean, it's fun. I know it's not going to be for everyone. But if you're just getting out and dancing on the floor and that's what I want to do, it fits. Fits my theme and my vibe. Yeah, no, when I first heard it, I, I started laughing. Let's just say that much. Oh, when you laugh, it means you hate it. <laughs> no offense. No, I, or you think, oh, is... Lord, she picked this. Yeah, it's, it's, it's more the latter than anything else. More, Lord, like this, the lyrics are so inappropriate. Why did she pick this? Yeah, that, that that's what I was just like, all right. <laughs> But overall, I ended up really, really liking it, <laughs> just because of the, I was just like, just, just holding my head down, just shaking it, <laughs> just like, good lord. <laughs> I had I... fun with it, either way. <laughs> Definitely a Luna track, if there ever was one. Uh, very much a bump and grind, you know, if you want to start the honeymoon early, you, you definitely play this. Uh, so, you know, def definitely this is very you, Luna, and uh, I, I would have loved to have heard this at your wedding. Maybe we'll do a, a we were joking about doing like, uh, everyone keeps telling us to do it again, get divorced and do it again. I'm like, yeah, no, I ain't filling out that paperwork. So I, you, you can always renew, renew your my vows. vows. I was like, so years. should we do a, a fifth year or tenth year vow renewal, and then I can pick all the tracks I want to pick and just do a giant party again? So, uh, Ken, what about you? So, since we, we we're we're already married, we got was, to pick I, I, our song. I, I, I so, what about say, you? So, for for the most part, here, here's here's the main thing. 
well, both of y'all are married already. And both of y'all chose songs that are freaking, you guys want to go and dance. Well, a majority of my songs, if not all of them, are all ballads. <laughs> so, that, that's the funny thing that I found out when I was looking at throughout all your songs and how you guys started saying, you know, I want everyone to go out and dance and enjoy themselves and stuff like that. I picked hardcore little ballad songs. But the, the first song that I ended up wanting to choose is it was going to be first love by utara ikaru i was always going to pick this song if i was going to get married to someone this would honestly be a song that i've always wanted to have uh, this song and then the last song would be the song that i would always have put into my wedding no matter what and I, I guess the fourth song would also have to be in there right now, but that, that's for other reasons, let's just say that much. But definitely First Love would have been there because of the fact that no matter what, they were always going to be the one that I fell in love with. So why not put that? Even though it's a song about getting over it, it's showing that for me personally that I've had always had loved this person no matter what. I think it's a good choice and just so you know you know when when you ever get when you get married I will be crying and singing at the same time to this because this is I, I totally see the meaning of this track and it is beautiful and I'm glad you chose it because it means something special to you and honestly it's one of like the best love ballads seriously. You know, you know, it's funny because I I had this talk with with several people, and they're in the they're they're in several camps here because I'm like, okay, well, there are certain generations of people and certain types of people that if you mention a female artist, there's a a various amount of ways that that talk can go because this is Japan the Japanese people will most likely had picked one when they were younger and kept up with that person. Let's just say this much. So there are people that only had listened to Utada. There are people that only listened to Kodokumi. There are people that only listened to Namie. There are only people that listen to Ayu. And they've always kept that way, no matter what. And I have never found someone that, in, that I've dated previously that had had picked Utada as their artist. I've always found Koda ayu and then nami i've never found utah which is the funniest thing that's why like when i had mentioned that i would have picked first love if we had gotten married they always just like say why 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 specifically utada there's a bunch of other songs done by those other vocalists that are much better in their opinion and i like i said i agree but for me personally it's a no-brainer that i would have chosen first love Oh, yeah, I think First Love is a great pick. And, you know, when, you know, when we were talking about our, our wedding, uh, like, I, I had maybe kind of thrown around doing uh, our first dance to this song. Now, obviously, this song doesn't mean much to my wife. So we, we didn't pick this one. But uh, I think this is a very fitting song. And, you know, you know, talks about, you know, themes of love and dedication. And uh, I just, it's a gorgeous song, masterfully sung by one of the greatest 
vocalists of her time. So I I, I think she's more than fitting uh, in in a wedding, and I think this is a great pick. No, I agree. And right now I'm singing it in my head, and I don't think you want to hear me sing this song on here because I I totally <laughs> would. This is like my karaoke go to, and because I can do ballads, but I can't do upbeat songs because I can't I can't go that fast. <laughs> This one has so much meaning. I'm glad you picked something that has meaning to you, and that's what matters. Yeah, with that, let's go continue on to the second song here. Let's go ahead, Gray. All right. So uh, for me, uh, my next song that I I thought of is uh, Stuck on You by Mad Kid. Uh, It's just a fun track, you know, like... I, I love this. This this is kind of, you know, when Luna was talking about like getting up on the dance floor and dancing. This this is this is kind of like my speed. My, this is my speed on dancing. Uh, it 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 hits all the right notes. It's this nice quaint love song that is just so much fun. It's full of energy because you know it's easy to think about, especially before the the wedding you know like like these like ballads and stuff like that uh but you know after being married you know you're there's so much moments of marriage that are fun and exciting and you know i'm I'm certain you know suck on you was not you know even though they talk about being together forever in the song you know i'm certain you know it's they weren't thinking about marriage or anything like that. But, you know, there's there's times in the wedding that are, or in marriage life that are a lot of fun. Uh, and sometimes it's fun to capture that side of of that relationship. And I, I feel like, oh, Stuck On You does just a good job of it. It's just this fun little track, uh, you know, have a little bit more fun. And I, I think, you know, at a, at a wedding reception, I, I think people would get up and dance to this easily, so... I, I thought this was a obvious pick for me. So I was I was uh, I was surprised by this. Uh, I I remember we've glanced we've listened to Mad Kid. And it's been a while since we've talked about them, so it was honestly nice going back and listening to Stuck on You because I I actually really liked it and I see why you picked it. One, it's very gray. As soon as I saw Mad Kid on there, I'm like, yep. But I thought it was gonna be a lot more. As like I when I hear Mad whenever I hear Mad Kid's name, I have a different opinion of them of just more I'm trying to think of the correct words. A lot more um hyperactivity to them, you know, more rambunctious and that. So I think stuck on you, it still had that dance feel and that stuff, but it wasn't as in your face. It was a nice chill feeling. It fits more with like a that type of thing, you know, like that type of um like a reception type of feel, something fun, something you like, but it's also not super wild like some of their other music. And I actually really liked it. It it it, it made me reconsider some of how I originally felt by them, to be honest. And I'm glad you picked it because I think this would be very good for the wedding and mixing that in and very befitting. And it was really cute. Yeah, with Mad Kids, like I said... But what Luna just said with it being a very gray pick, I was, yeah, I was in the agreement there. And it is a very uppity song. And I was afraid of my initial thoughts of what I 
put with Mad Kids about this song, but after listening, sitting down and listening to it, I was like, mm, I can understand why you picked it. It will get everyone involved. And the message is really good. Like you just said, Gray. Yeah, because like I said, I you know, I, I tried to like thread that needle. Like, you know, I, I, I did want to, you know, do keep it on themes of like love and stuff like that. And, you know, that was something that, you know, when we had our wedding reception, that's what we talked about. It's like, you know, we wanted... Uh, you know, like romance songs and stuff like that. And, you know, they, they, they come in different flavors and stuff. And, you know, you want a, a good variety. You don't want, you know, ballads are awesome and ballads are make great dance music. I, I, I picked a ballad. I'm going to save it for last, but uh, y- yeah, you know, some, sometimes, like I said, you know, uh, th- this to me is just like a good fun uh, up, upper beat song. So, uh, they're going to slow down as I go. It's kind of the direction I'm going to go in with this. Just so y'all know, mine don't really slow down. Sorry. I mean, somewhat. Just, yeah. Well, okay. So, my next one. Obvious choice. So, everyone knows that I absolutely love Kodakumi. And I did pick Taboo. For my actual wedding, because I, me and my best friend, this is a song we've jammed to forever. I remember when a video debuted. This has been our track. We always karaoke to this taboo. So of course, I did that for my own wedding. So I'm thinking, well, I'm not going to include that in my, it, you know, if we did this again. Of course, I still have taboo. But would I throw in some other Kodakumi songs? Absolutely. But I had to limit. I couldn't inflate the list with Timmy and my favorite artist. So. If I was able to, I would have picked Be My Baby. And this is a track that I honestly kind of initially, I, I I remember when the album it came on, came out and it was in Turdy and Love Songs. And I really did write this album off just because at the time, I don't know, I wasn't really into that. But Be My Baby is one that always struck out to me. It's an upbeat song. It's a dance song. Of course, is it a cover song? Yes. And... It is just one that makes you want to dance. It's fun. And I watched it live, and I think Deja Vu is probably one of my favorite lives of that. Just saying, because just the entrance for it. But to that point, I mean, like, it is a fun song to dance to. I mean, that's my whole vibe, is you want something to dance. And right out of the gate... You hear that as it opens. It's fun. It's sim- It's like a simple dance track. And I think that's the other thing I like about it. So I, it's one I wish if I could have had in there. And I, I, I'm kind of like thinking of like how to really explain it more than I am. But I, it's just fun. It always gets me upbeat. And even my husband was like dancing to it when I played it for him. He's like, this is really catchy. And I think that's the other thing I like too. Now I knew like a Kodakumi song was going to rear its head in here some way. But I didn't know which one it was going to be in. Because like you just said, when we did go to your wedding, Taboo was playing. And I, for me personally, I love Taboo. Taboo is probably one of my I favorite do. songs. Yeah. yeah. When we when we did do uh, the Kodakumi artist spotlight you know we did had talk about that taboo being one of my favorites and when that song came on for your wedding all of us were dancing to it oh you betcha that's always my go-to it's my favorite hands down taboo's always been my favorite 
And it's really hard because honestly, when I was saying if I would do another Kodokumi song, what it would be, and Be My Baby was one, Universe was the other one because I also love Universe. And this was really cutthroat because, man, I could layer a whole playlist for a wedding on Kodokumi. I'm just going to be honest right there. Yeah. No, I, I, I can understand that. <laughs> just me. Like I said, you know, with... With Be My Baby, I completely understand the mode that you were going for here. That, well, let's say just much. Like I said, with, with Koino Zubomi, I, I, I also think Koino Zubomi would have been a, a really interesting choice as well because it's also a very poppy dance style of track here. Very cutesy poppy, I might add. Oh, I agree. Uh, I I don't know. I, I could. I I think Luna picked pro- probably the best album for her. Like you know, "Be My Baby." It's it's yeah. just it's got such a great electronic sound to it. I could easily see you, you know her her you know a redux of her wedding reception. I could easily hear this playing yeah. and stuff. And I it, it is uh I, I think it's a solid pick. And uh, you know, uh, I, I think it, it it's work. It's definitely a crowd pleaser, and uh, it, it's on it's on theme and point. So I, I think it's a pretty solid pick overall. Thank you. And sorry, mine are so obvious. I mean, y'all know me too well. So Ken, with yours, because you you have, I feel like this to me is really special. Hearing your picks, what is your second choice? Yeah, so my second choice is going to be Always by Nishinokana. Let, let's just say this much. The songs that I've chosen had something important to me in some way or another with a former person that I probably would have married. And Always was going to be that song. It was it was a toss-up between Always and Distance because both songs are very, very good for me. For, for Nishinokana and talks, oh, a majority of her songs are about love. But if I had to na- nail, pinpoint two songs particularly, it would have been Always and Distance. But Always to me, while a little bit later on in Nishino's style, well, at that time when I was hardcore listening to her, Always for me was the much better song for talking about love. And I felt that very much so with this. And to the point that I knew that I would always, ironically, pick always. Yeah, no, I I think this is a good song. It's, you know, it's sung with a lot of passion. It's got a great melody behind it. And, you know, it it does talk to the themes of that, uh, especially with, with marriage like that always and for that eternity to it and uh i think this is a great pick uh for nishinokana and i i you know i'm looking forward to hearing this one day at your wedding i think this is a uh this this would be a good song uh that i would love to dance uh with my wife with like i think this would be fantastic yeah, yeah, the thing is, like, there, there's a couple things. The reason why I chose the songs as well is because 
I'm pretty sure all these songs can be played on the piano fairly easily. <laughs> and yes, specifically there is a piano always score. as well. <laughs> so Nishino Kana actually has piano score booklets, and this is one that's in there. I, I, I also kind of like you because I love Nishino Kana, but I also always is a fabulous song and fabulous choice. It is beautiful. It's touching. Like there's just so many aspects about it I love, and it sounds wonderful. Like played on piano. I also actually my favorite's distance. It'll always be my top Nishino kind of song. So. I, I get it, like, distance. I I know all the lyrics to early Kanayan. So when you picked Always, it actually made me smile because I could literally picture you with your future wife, whoever that may be, dancing to this. And, you know, that's something that I feel like has a lot of meaning when you can picture that and see that and hear it. And I literally can. And I think this is just, like, the perfect choice. I, honest, now I'm going to have always stuck in my head. I'm going to go on my Kanayan face. So my husband might be stuck watching some Kanayan tours now. Uh, <laughs> well, no joke. If you guys, if you, if you don't know, Luna, they, they uploaded all her music videos on her YouTube channel for the anniversary of her, <laughs> her, her hide. <laughs> yeah, I already own them all because I own like every, almost every release by her. I don't know if that's speaking points or not, but like literally when Kanayan was releasing stuff, like I have the limited edition single always, like the first press edition. I remember when this came out and I like pre-ordered it and all like, oh my God, I got to get the first press. But this has always been a track that is meaningful, and I honestly wish if I did, I included more lovey-dovey ones in my wedding, like, into that aspect, especially, like, always, because it's something you feel like you need. I went with her more dancey ones instead, but it's a fantastic track, and since a lot of her stuff is on Apple now, I do recommend people checking this one out. I'm just glad you picked this one, and another one it has meaning, and I know me and you both love Kanayan, so I feel like there's, not to mention, like, a song that has meaning, but also this artist does, too. Also, if I could, I, I would want <laughs> I would want the, re- the wedding dress she wears in the in the in the music video from my wife. Oh my god, that wedding dress is gorgeous. It like I didn't do traditional, but I love looking at the traditional dresses like that and it is beautiful. I'll have to check it out. I haven't seen the music video for that, but Yeah, the I'll music have video. To check it out. It's it's fantastic. Gray, if you could try look it up because she has a full orchestra playing the song while she's standing in the field with this wind just it's freaking phenomenal <laughs> yeah i'll definitely have to check that out uh, after the show because I, I i might interest this peak now <laughs> but yeah that that was always going to be one of the songs that i was always going to play no matter what even if my my significant other did not like <laughs> it would be a no-brainer that i would have to have always in in my in my track list but with that let's continue on to your third track here gray 
Yeah, so for my third track, I picked a song that uh, has a lot of meaning to me personally. Uh, this is a very uh, important song to me. And uh, at, being the uh, unofficial sixth member of this group that is no longer with us, uh, I'm Here by Color Creation is uh, a song that is, is very important to me. Uh, I, I love this song. And every time I hear it, I think of my wife. Uh, I think of, you, you know, she's uh, an amazing, awesome person. And, you know, she's has some difficulties without going into too much details. And, you know, uh, I, I want her to know, you know, every night when we, when she puts her head on the pillow, um, you know, I told her in the beginning of the of the marriage. You know, my my goal every night when you go to bed is to, that you know that you are loved. Uh, and I feel like this song kind of communicates that a bit. You know, th that being there for each other to, uh, you know, like hey, I'm here, uh, and you know, you know, I'm not going anywhere. Uh, like this song just means so much to me and uh, I would love to have played this at my wedding uh, but uh, I I knew the the crowd that was at my wedding would not have gone for like I was I, I tried to squeeze in a couple of things but you know I tried to like I, I know like a lot of people around here that I live probably wouldn't let this fly but I you know I I love I'm here uh, it is fantastic uh, and uh, just one of, like I said, uh, this song means a lot to me personally. Uh, it's one of my absolute favorite songs of all time. Uh, and uh, you know, if I, you know, if we ever do like a vow renewal or anything like that, like uh, this song will be played uh, like 100. percent uh, And because um, th this is, you know, this is kind of like my anthem in, in a way. And I just absolutely love the song yeah no i knew somehow some way a collaboration song would have been into your wedding i'm surprised that it wasn't <laughs> at that time but i i completely understand this song has a significant meaning for you gray and you know with color creation as well i know that you were heartbroken you were distraught when they <laughs> announced their their retirement there and or disbandment, I should say here, but to know that you still would have picked a song by them for for your, your reception at that time is is very very befitting for you specifically. And the meaning of this song is also really great, especially to a personal level for you and your 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 wife. So Yeah, and, and you you talk you talk about how upset I was. I mean, have have I gotten over it? I, like every time, like I mention it as often as I can. Like I'm I'm still kind of bitter about it because uh, I, I love these guys so much. They're so great. Uh, I I man, I feel like you know they were just they they were just starting to soar when the, when you know it is what it is. But yeah, this is uh, still uh, they live on uh, in my heart and in my memory and. Uh, yeah, this is just such a great song. I agree. And I always forget how much I enjoy color creation. And I'm here 
is beautiful. And I'm glad you picked it because it's very befitting with the theme and just how close you two are and just the relationship. There's so many things that I just think this is an amazing choice. I do wish if you could have, you know, actually had this at your wedding, but I totally understand because it really is about the audience. But just, you know, thinking about it now and picking it, like if you were to do a renewal of vows in 10 years, I mean, you could always add this in and it's one of those special tracks that really hits to your heart. And their vocals are so good. You can just feel the emotion behind it. And I'm, I'm very glad you picked I'm Here. Yeah, it's it, it it's really the vocals uh, that Color Creation had that always always sold their music. Uh, you know, they they're just they they always impressed, and everyone always brought a hundred and ten percent. And I just uh, it, it you know, it, like I said, definitely if uh, get a if we ever did do like a vow renewal, it, it'll be there. Uh, I'm, I'm, I would try to work it into the ceremony if I could. <laughs> like, 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 no, we're, we're playing this, man. Like, like, I'm here. Like, I'm here for you. So, oh my gosh, this is, like, this is what, like I said, one of my absolute favorite songs of all time. It's so good. What about your, what about your next song, Lena? So, my next one funny thing is is we actually talked about her earlier and i didn't really touch on this song specifically at all but it is love forever by kato media and shoto shimizu i i mean i really wanted to include some milia songs in there and one of the ones specifically that i wanted to include that i couldn't because of apparently rights issue because she used daft punk and it caused issues, which was um, Future Lover. I wanted Future Lover in there, but she did get the, she got the okay to use the Daft Punk in there. But if you hear it, you'll know what I mean by Daft Punk. But another track I really wish if I thought of including was her her collaboration with Shota Shimizu. Because the collaboration she's done with them, their voices mesh perfectly together the compositions are on point and love forever is probably the loveiest one of the lovier songs i have on this and it's not completely like 100 up i mean it's upbeat but it's not like my other ones which are more hardcore dance songs this is one that you can still dance to and have fun with but it still is super cute it fits with the theme of you know love and marriage and I just love everything about it. And there's actually two versions of this. So the one with Milia is Love Forever. The one with Shota more is the lead is Forever Love. So depending on which one you prefer, I prefer Love Forever because it's more heavier on Milia's vocals versus Forever Love is more heavier in Shota's. I love them both. But this is a track that really does mean a lot to me. And like I said, I've been following Melia since her, my gosh, since her debut album. And hearing Love Forever really did hit in my heartstrings. And it really still does. It's one of the top ones I hear. And I can, I can sing along to it. I dance to it. 
And it holds meaning to me. I do regret not including this, but at the time, my husband's like, it's not dancey enough. He wanted to do Future Lover, and we ended up not doing it because of the software. It was like, uh, yeah, nope. So this is one I would love to include. And I highly recommend it. And honestly, all Amelia and Shota's collaborations are just perfect and they have a whole collaboration album they did together if you're able to check that out it's called the best melee time shota and it's really good and the love forever is included on there i honestly can't this is probably my favorite by them but believe is my second favorite by them yeah, so I knew Milia was going to somehow be on here. <laughs> How did well. you know that? I, I haven't included her as much lately. Like, I, me personally, how I know you is just like, I knew that Milia was going to be somewhere in, not if not the top, like, t- five, it would have been in, like, a top 15. Because I, I specifically know how much you love Milia. True. True. So, it- I... I I, the 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 first three the first three that I've saw I was like yeah that sounds about right <laughs> your, your next two uh, would have thrown me for a loop but the, the the first three I was just like yeah that sounds about right there there, there would have been an art, a song by one of them in here <laughs> you surprised there's no IU sorry spoiler yeah I'm 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 surprised that there's no IU then I guess, well, spoiler for me, I'm surprised I have the IU song for me. <laughs> I'm actually so, not but, surprised by that. Yeah, with the, how um, I'm going currently, yes. <laughs> but I really liked Love Forever. I really skipped out on the Kato Emilia and the Shimizu Shoda album. And I guess I should jump on that because if the songs that I've listened from Love Forever are just like that. I think I will have a very nice time with the album overall. So They are. They are all similar to Love Forever, and I think you'd greatly enjoy it. Just their vocals together, I think, is really what does it. They know how to play off one another, and the composition just goes hand in hand. Yeah, the only thing that I would kind of be, like, begrudging is because I know how Shota is. <laughs> so that's the only thing that I'd be like, mm, maybe, so, maybe <laughs> not all of Shota. <laughs> so since this was 2014, before he really changed his style, I will yeah. say he really keeps with the same thing he did in Love Forever with it. He really relies on his vocals and no auto-tuning. Yeah. And that's and the that, one thing that, I loved about their collapse. Yeah, that's the one thing that I really love about Shota specifically because he's an amazing vocalist and because of the fact that when, when he did take his break, he came back with a much more modern American style. You yes. Can, can, and can this tell how definitely isn't it. <laughs> so, yes. So, this yeah. definitely isn't it. So I think you'd actually like their collabo album for that reason because I think you get the best of both worlds in that aspect. Yeah. But overall, I enjoyed my time with this release and or with the song, and you know, I would I would have been looking forward to hearing it in your reception. <laughs> well, there's always till ten years. <laughs> I just do not believe this line of logic that this song isn't dancey enough. Uh, like 
I'm sorry, but this is a very, I mean, I, I guess it depends on how you want to define dance music, but it's got a really good hook, great it's very melody, uppity. this it's fun, very upbeat number. <laughs> yeah, like, uh, this is this, this is quintessential dance music to me. I'm sorry. It is. It may not be bump and grind, but it's yeah. very much dance music. It is, and like, I think the other hard part is you only have so much time to do that, and it was really also cutting other things without stepping on each other's toes. Yeah, I, I mean, Love Forever is a little bit of a long song. I, it would be like the only thing I think, honestly, my my head would be working against it. But I mean, still, this is a like a fun song, and I I, I like it, and uh, I I think this is a great pick. Uh, you know, I I you know I'd I'd happily dance to the song at your wedding. Like, that, that's, like I will love this. It's so good. Uh, I think this is just a fun collab, uh, and uh, just. really good so i'm a little i mean i understand like i i know you guys had a packed uh reception and you guys didn't even make it through everything so i understand uh that you know you guys couldn't get quite through it all but you know second time around uh, this needs to be at the top of the list oh it will (laughs) so with that ken because you've had so far the very unique picks although I will say some of them I have guessed. But what is your next one? Because you have everyone on edge of your seats on this. Yeah, so for for me, this was probably the only uppity song that I have. I'm, I guess maybe the fourth song I've... my the, the, the other song that I also picked would have been it as well. But with with my third song, it would have been I Love by Official Hige. You've heard me talk about this song a bunch of times. There was no exception that I would have chosen this song in my in my reception or wedding at some point in time. The only caveat is I technically don't like the original one. I really like Crystal K's version, the composition for that so much better because it is made it, it is made for a wedding and the composition it's so so much in time for that i mean this is a great a great dance number to do for but for me personally if i was to present this because there's an honor for japanese weddings that the 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 groom usually sings a song for the the bride and they pick a song and they usually sing it usually and it would have been i love the song that I would have sung would have been I Love. But the thing is, this is a little bit too uppity for that, so I would have chosen Crystal K's version to sing. (laughs) But overall, you guys knew that when I first listened to the song, I fell in love with this song. This this is the song that when it originally came out, I already knew it was going to be in my top, top, top five for the year in 2021 at that time. So... You guys already knew. So it was no question that Official Hige was going to be it. Oh, yeah. And I kind of wish if you would have put the Crystal K version on here. I'm just going to say that right now. Because you are 100% (laughs) on the money with that composition is absolutely perfect. And you can't deny her vocals. That girl has some of the sweetest vocals that just fit perfect with love songs. And you think about for a reception... Just the smooth voice she has is extremely befitting. 
Um, I mean, I love official Hige's version. I mean, it's fantastic. And it's probably one of the best, their best songs, if not their best. I mean, personally, not, you know, not yeah. judging off that, but personally. Oh, no. Personally, 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 this is my favorite song by them. Like, even above Pretenders, I loved Pretenders. I Love is probably my favorite song by them. <laughs> yeah, it, it goes, it's a flip of a coin for me because they're both fantastic songs. So I'm really glad you picked it. And I actually, this is one of the obvious choices I knew that was going to happen. And I'm just glad you did. I kind of wish if you threw the, uh, that, that uh, curveball and put Crystal K in there. But I'm glad you mentioned it just because, you know, Official Hige delivered a solid song. But I think Crystal K also did a solid cover that is just perfect for that type of theme and i i love both versions and i cannot say enough about how i love is just such a great great song and if you haven't heard it please check out both yeah check out both versions if you guys can Uh, obviously listen to official hige's one first because it is the original one but listen to crystal k's version as well because it is a very very solid cover and it gives it a run for its money. Yeah, I didn't know Crystal K had a cover of that song. I'll, uh, I'll be I honest. I mentioned so. it like last year, I believe, when I did the the my roundup because originally I was going to put it in my top five for 2022. I think, and yeah, because it was a cover. I could I couldn't in good faith do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> no, I understand. Uh, yeah, but. Uh, no, yeah, I'll have to go check that out and, and stuff, but, uh, I, I will say, you know, I Love is definitely one of the better, uh, official Hige Dundism songs. I, it's in the top three for me. It, it, yeah. It's like, I, I really like Cry Baby. I don't know if I like this song more than Cry Baby. That's like the only contender though, uh, for, um, my favorite official Hige Dundism song. Uh, uh, I Love is fantastic. It's a great song. Uh, and... Uh, I, you know, it's definitely fitting for a wedding, uh, and I, I think this is a, you know, a good dance number too. You know, for the crowd and stuff, it's got that a good beat to it that just really uh, uh, pushes the song forward, and I, you know, I think it's a fun song, and uh, you know, I could definitely see this being played at a wedding and stuff. I'll have to check out the, uh, weddings, uh, the Crystal K version of it, because, uh, that'll be very interesting to compare and contrast. Yeah, no, the Crystal K's version is literally a ballad. It's a ballad version of, of I Love. So you take down the, the, the more poppy version and put in precision. It, it, it's absolutely fantastic. Or sorry, percussion. <laughs> oh so, yeah, yeah. So I I highly recommend it. But for for me, yeah, nah, it's I I I knew immediately when I was gonna do the songs for the wedding. Like I love would have been, and no question. And you've heard me say countless times that this probably would be in my wedding. <laughs> Yeah, I remember you saying that a few times, and and I mean, I guess it's very appropriate. It definitely fits. But yeah, with that, let's continue on to your fourth track here, Gray. So my fourth track I chose with you by LOL because it, it, you know LOL it, it's just one of my absolute favorite groups, and you know they have a lot of ballads uh, to choose from, and uh, they dropped with you. This is a digital 
single and uh, to this day I, I don't think there's a physical release version of this song so if you know if you, you want to hear it you have to dig it up digitally uh but i i love this song i i think it's fantastic it's a really good dance number it kind of starts off a little slow but it definitely picks up uh by its end it's got a nice little electronic sound to it as well uh i, I just i always love this track i come back to it on the occasion, and I think it's uh, very fitting for a wedding. Uh, you know, the song's talking about uh, just uh, this relationship that they have to, with each other and how they feel, and uh, it's just a, it's a pretty romantic song, and you can really hear it in the music. It, it all just comes together so well. Uh, I think this would be a fun track. You know, you, it kind of, you kind of start off with like this slow song uh, that you're, you know, you're dancing with your partner with. And then just as the thing, as the song picks up, like you guys can kind of pick up with the beat uh, or you can stay in a, in a, in like a slower dance style if you want. Uh, like the song's a little, you know, pretty flexible uh, in its tone. And I, I just, love this track to death uh so uh for me uh, it's like you know L this like i said lol's got a lot of great tracks and they got some it, it was hard to pick one but uh, i wanted to go with something a little bit more obscure uh, and so with you i just i love i think this is a fantastic track overall Another artist that I immediately thought you were going to pick it. Like, there was two two variables I was like, I know he's going to pick Color Creation at LOL. I did not know which songs he was going to pick, but I knew it was going to be one of those two. I also thought you were going to put another artist that you didn't end up picking. So, I thought you would have put Dice in there somehow. Yeah, uh, believe you me, I thought about picking a Dice song, but I, I ran out of space, <laughs> so to speak. <laughs> well, I mean, we're going to do runners-up next, so... <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, no, I, I knew that LOL was going to be in that collaboration somehow, some way, but it was a matter of what song that you were going to pick with you. Absolutely phenomenal. I would have agreed with with you as well for lol so and i actually can picture this at your wedding <laughs> that's the funniest thing <laughs> yeah i agree and i also knew lol would be on here but i didn't know which one because i know how much you love them and they have released some great tracks and you've talked about so many and with you is actually one that flew under my radar and I greatly enjoyed it. And like Ken said, I could also picture this at your wedding. It's a fun track. They have great vocals. It's also very underrated. I, I think it's, you know, it, it. I'm going to be listening to this in the future because I do go back to Ella, LOL every once and again. And I, I love that you picked with you. It's It's very befitting of you, not only the group, but the track as well. Yeah, like I I never understood why they haven't put this song out in like a physical release format or anything like that. Uh this is just like I said it's a digital only. Uh if you know about it, you know about it. If you don't, you you don't know about it. And it's sad because it's 
such a good song to, to bury the way that they did. Uh, so, you know, any, any chance I can like bring it to life and get it, give it some, some love that it deserves is much, much needed. And, and yeah, I, like I, said, I tried being very true to myself with, uh, with my list. Uh, you know, it's like, it's like that, that was one of my goals. Uh, and uh, yeah, this is definitely something that's just right up my alley. Like I said, I, I love this song. The first time I heard it, uh, it's just been one of my absolute favorites. And, uh, I am glad you guys liked it because I, I don't think, like, I think I am, I think I talked about it a little bit when it first dropped, but I haven't really talked about it since then and stuff. So, uh, this, this is definitely like one of my favorite LOL songs. And if you have not heard with you by LOL, you should definitely go check it out. All right. So with that, my next one is an artist that I knew of at the time, but I didn't really get into this artist's solo career until later, until after. And I had lots of regrets because this is like one of my top songs and it's fun to dance to. And it is actually Mata Kimiwa Shiranai, My Prettiest Girl by Nissi. I mean, this is a track I would have loved to had a special dance for because it has this jazzy, fun dance feel. And I, I love the music video and I love the choreography. I would have tried to learn this. I would have also forced my husband to try to learn this. And I, I would have wish... loved to see your husband. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, I don't think it end well. Um, he, I, Knowing I, him now, how I know him now, I would have loved to see that. My God, I really wish if I would have done this. Um, so I, I, I absolutely love Mata Kimiwashi and I, my prettiest girl. I listen to this on repeat constantly, and this would have been a fun one to include. And actually dance to or even have a group of us dance to because it's so much fun. I, The composition, the vocals, like this is like befitting of that. And it's such a cute, fun song. I absolutely adore Nissy. And like I do love AAA too. And I don't know what AAA song I would have picked if I wouldn't, you know. But like for Nissy, I absolutely have just this favor to him. And I have another one that he released last year that I absolutely love. But I honestly think Mata Kimiwashita and I, my produce girl, would have been one I would have had because you can dance to it. It's fun. It's cute. It actually fits with the, you know, with like a wedding in that sense, just, you know, with the lyrics and that. And I absolutely adore it. And I have so much regret for not discovering this sooner and i don't because i usually like oh have always hindered to female artists and recently you know being in this podcast has really helped me expand my palette and my palette sorry palette for artists and i knew who he was this whole time i always thought he was cute but i never really listened to solo music until afterward and i have so many regrets now because this is just a phenomenal song and i can actually picture me attempting to dance to this because i would fail but i think it would be really cute to try to do this yeah so i didn't expect you to put this is gonna be honest. wait really <laughs> i don't i don't uh, out of all the artists that you picked, I, I was more surprised by this than anything. Huh. 
Wow. So, I, like, because I knew you were a fan of him, but I didn't know you were a fan of him that much that you would have picked him as a song for her. For, oh, my God. Oh, I would have. Did Did you see that I bought the N5 5th anniversary set that's in the velvet case and the Blu-rays and that really special edition? Oh, yeah. Mm. When I got into him, I went, I went crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I got the one with the tapestry in it. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, I th- this is one of my biggest regrets is not discovering him sooner because I love his vocals and I think this would have been really, really good. I mean, no, it's not Halloween themed. If you really wanted me going with my theme, it would have been all like Tommy Heavenly Six and Band Maiden stuff. But like me being me, this would have been on there. Yeah. Man, I, I would love to have like done the dance to this song uh like i i, I want to look up the music video see the dance and learn the dance like it, it's in, it's my dream of mine to be in like a like one of those like like they do like the dance and you're like you're in like a group of like five or six people and you do the dance and stuff like i'd love to do that and i would definitely love to do that for that song because it's, it's a lot of fun I, I was a little also surprised a little bit by the nissy pick because I, I i i like ken said i know you're a fan of him i didn't realize you were that big of a fan of him but i mean nissy's fantastic and the the problem with triple a is they have so much i like how do you pick just one so, they do. I have like three yeah. that I'd have a hard choice picking, but this was easy for me. And like Nishi has other songs I absolutely love, but Marakimi Washita and I, My Prettiest Girl, is one I've listened to on repeat. I've It's on my current playlist of like my comfort music right now, and it's been on every playlist since I heard the song. And I just cannot get enough of it. And this is when I'm like, why didn't I discover this sooner? And there's a few other songs that would be contenders for him. But being honest, they really don't hold a candle to Mata Kimiwashira and I, my prettiest girl. So I had an unexpected one. So, Ken, what's your next one? I th- I'm pretty sure I know what it is just because, you know, but I, I, I'm kind of, I want to hear it. So... The next song that I would have picked would have been You by Ayumi Hamasaki. So I probably shocked everyone here that I picked, that I had picked Ayu's song because, you know, I am, I appreciate her work. I, I really do. But for me, for me, the, the reason why I probably would have picked this is because of the fact of how the lyrics had tied in to something and like I said before the the reason why I picked the songs that I did is it had a specific meaning for the specific people that I had fell in love with in the past and you would have been one of the ones that is probably one of the most important songs to me for that and the 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 meaning of the lyrics really hit home at a certain point for a certain reason and it makes me think that no matter what this particular song meant a lot to me and what it meant 
as for the meaning of what my story was for tied into this song to my other person at that time meant a whole lot so for me you would have been a no-brainer so i did predict this but that's just because we've talked about this and i am glad you picked iu you by iu it is an extremely beautiful song and it's one that still gets me emotionally because of the lyrics and i can see having that connection would easily make you include this it is a very emotionally driven song and it's probably one of my actually one of my top ballads by her that will bring me to tears and i could see this being played when you get married i could easily see it and i could also see me crying happy tears on that and just watching you know watching everything like you know watching i could see this being one of the songs you did you know your first dances or i could see this being probably would have been one of the first songs i danced to yeah and that's what i could honestly envision is just hearing it seeing that I honestly would see this being your first dance song more than I would always by Kanayan just because of, I don't know, something about the significance of you, the lyrics, everything just, just feels like more this would be a first dance song. It feels more befitting. I don't know if that's just me talking, but I am glad you picked this and brought this one up because being honest, if it was maybe like years ago, maybe I would have a have a little some suspect but like i don't know i i because i do under you know i do know you do like some iu stuff but you're not like how do you say like hardcore obsessed fans because i know some people are super hardcore iu um but i think this is like a ballad that is absolutely beautiful and would fit with not only you but like it fits with the wedding theme it's meaningful and knowing how like the story of her writing the lyrics, I think is the other reason that really gets me. And I can see that tie in and it actually like makes me tear up just thinking about it. So I feel like this song actually has special meaning in so many aspects. Yeah, no, this is a lovely track and I I could definitely see this being a, uh, first dance that you know you do at the wedding uh, definitely the you can really hear the emotion and I, I want to say fervor that she sings with uh, this track and uh, it just it comes across so meaningful and heartfelt and sincere uh, this is definitely uh, just an amazing track, uh, and uh, I could easily see th- th- this being at your wedding. Uh, I-, I will probably be with Luna crying <laughs> um, when, when you know when the time comes. But yeah, before we go on to our number one track here, I know we had a couple of runners up. So why don't you choose your runner up song here? Great. Yeah, so 
actually got one uh, queued up and ready to go. I kind of went more in the dance direction. Uh, Dice has a lot of good music. I have no idea which Dice song I would pick. I just, I'm being 100% honest. Uh, uh, but there is another boy group that I, I've fallen in love with recently that has an amazing dance song that is romantic uh, and words that I do believe are true. And that is Make Me Better by Generations from Exile Tribe. Like, I think my <laughs> wife makes me better. <laughs> and I effing love this song. So I was like, you know what? I, I would have picked this because I love this. I love this song. It just, man, uh, I, every time I hear it, man, I just start dancing. Uh, and like I said, I, I think it's true. I think, you know, my wife makes me a better person. And so, you know, it, it, it still fits into like the theme of, you know, of uh, what I was looking for. But, the, you know, this is by far like the, the danciest song on my list. Uh, but man, I, I love it. It's definitely a me pick. And uh, so I, I, I had to go with uh, Make Me Better by Generations. I'm glad to see a junior member group on here. I was trying to think of the name to call it a junior group. Because I was honestly waiting. I thought one of the Exile Juniors would have been in your tracks. Because I know how much you love them. They have some great dance songs. And they're, they're just fun. LDH produces some amazing groups. And I am glad you did put one in your runner-up. I had a feeling it would be coming at some point if you were going to pick anyone. Yeah, I, I eyeballed, I was eyeballing Ballistic Boys really hard, but I, I I couldn't find quite what I was looking for, if that made any sense. Uh, and uh, Generations, uh, I also eyeballed Fantastics really hard, because I know they have a couple of, of songs, uh, some ballads. I was like, well, you know, th these are good, but I, I don't know if they're good enough to play at my wedding. And I was like, oh yeah, Make Me Better by Generations. That's that, that's very much good enough to play at my wedding. I will play that in a heartbeat. I freaking love this song. It's so good. So much fun. Yeah, no, for, for me, I knew one of the tribe members were going to be in there. I did not know which one. I thought it was going to be bad. Um, Rampage? Bye-bye. Because of how much times you have talked about that, uh, Last Anthony, bye bye. Because I know how much times you have talked about that song, so I figured it would have somehow, some way, made it in there. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I, and I thought I did. I, I thought about that because I love Last Anthony, bye bye. But uh, I, I'm, I didn't think it. I mean, it might be a love song uh, and stuff, but I just, I don't know. I just, I, it. As much as I love that song, it wasn't what I was looking for uh, for this play for the for the topic and you know the conversation that we're having. I just want something a little bit more uh, romantic, if that makes any sense. Uh, although mm -hmm. "Make Me Better" is not a very romantic song, but it's fun. So I, I had to pick it. It's just you know, it, it, it like I I freaking love this song. This is probably my favorite generation song. Uh, and, and I mean, they have a lot of good songs, uh, but man, I I still you know make me better. It's just to this day, I, I'll still just listen to their up and down album for fun. 
Like that, that's probably one of my favorite albums that's come out in the past four years. Like I just I really love that album. And Make Me Better is number two. Is <laughs> on that. So I listen to it all the time. So. I kind of messed up the assignment because you said, like, we're counting down to our, our, like, top one. Yeah, mine are not in the correct order then, so please ignore me. But I will give you my (laughs) runner-up. I just wanted to clarify that. Apparently, I did not follow directions. So, so here's the thing. My fifth one, which is what I thought was going to be the fifth one, apparently we're counting on number one. So, yeah, I failed there. And my runner-up could really be switched. It really depends on my mood and what I'm going for. So what I chose as my runner-up, and it's a hard choice because, like I said, it's dependent on, like, what I'm feeling. But my runner-up's tonight by I Don't Like Mondays. And I freaking love this. And Ken, thank you for introducing me to them because they are phenomenal. And I honestly wish if I could have included them in my my wedding because tonight is such a fun dance song just the beat of it it also has a little bit of that western feel and it's one that actually makes you want to get up and dance like jump around and not like bumping and grind it type of thing but it's one that when you hear the chorus you get super into it and i could really envision this of us all on the dance floor and hearing the chorus and I want to sing, but I am a horrible singer, so I do not want to subject anyone to that, unless you want a karaoke with me. <laughs> but I, I really can envision us hearing it and just jumping around and just having so much fun and our drinks in the air, you know? And that's how I see yes. that. And I, also, I wish if I could have included Lemonade, because that's like my summer jam, and actually it's my jam all year say, round. Lemonade is uh, <laughs> the one for me. <laughs> I, no, it was really hard because I love Tonight, but I also love Lemonade, and I was just listening to that in the car today, because it's a comfort song. Um, but, like, for the reception-wise, like, I love Lemonade. What I wanted in there, absolutely. Would I more than likely go with Tonight? Yes. Why? I can envision me with my drink. And in that chorus, just jumping around and probably spilling that drink on someone <laughs> because I'm just jumping around dancing. And I I just cannot get enough of this. This is actually one also a go-to song when it comes to when I make like a dance playlist. Yeah, no, for me, I I was surprised by this pick as well. Uh, I mean, I, I knew you like I don't like Mondays, but I didn't know it would be a, a strong enough pick as well to be in there. And honestly, I, I like tonight. I really like tonight. I really like lemonade too. Probably my good friend would probably have picked lemonade because he absolutely loves that song. <laughs> but tonight is a, an amazing song, and I really, really do like that that pick. Yeah, no, I think uh, tonight by I don't like Mondays is a very fitting pick for you, Luna. I could definitely see this being played at your wedding. I, I I'm also I, I think Lemonade's probably my favorite song that they do, uh, but this is a pretty good runner-up, and uh, it's definitely I, I think a, a little bit more fitting for a wedding. If I'm being honest, I you know it, it definitely fits with like the theme of you know the, the celebration of the evening and stuff like that. So I, I think this is a good pick overall, and uh, I, I could I could jam to this. 
but yeah, I guess for me, my runner-up, if you know anything about me, you probably know that this song is probably my most favorite song by this particular artist. And it wasn't until recently that I heard... There, there's a YouTube channel called With Ensemble. And With Ensemble pretty much plays songs with a full orchestra ensemble. So... Go check it out if you guys have time. It's an amazing channel. It plays a lot of really good songs. And I absolutely fell in love with Mika Nakashima's version of Orion. Orion. It is probably one of my favorite songs of all time. If you had put it in a list of favorite songs of all time for me, it's probably number four. Orion is a very, very, very connected song for me. And it's probably one of my most if if there's a song that i am going to sing at karaoke it is orion by mika nakashima and while i did i i appreciate the com the composition with the original one you have to hear the with ensemble version the with ensemble version just tore me to pieces and really made me think the reason why i picked this particular topic of that and if there is a chance that I could have Orion being played at my wedding with an ensemble I would I would pay an arm and a leg with that <laughs> granted I wouldn't be able to dance after that but <laughs> and honestly that is an amazing pick and I'm not surprised I do remember you talking about how much you do love Nakashima Mikado's Orion and I absolutely love that track as well, and I could easily see that fitting right in. Yeah, that's definitely a track I've heard you mentioning uh, quite a few times, and you know I could easily envision uh, that being at your wedding. Uh, and uh, I don't think I've heard the ensemble version of that, but uh, I would imagine it's amazing. So uh, I'll definitely have to check that out after the after the show. Yeah, no, like if. If you guys are interested in listening to things that are with done by ensemble, they recently did Little Glee Monsters Wonder Lover song and it's it's done on acoustic piano or on with piano in the foreplay in the foreground there. It's absolutely fantastic. I I loved it. They also had they had also Never Say Goodbye with by Ali as well and it was absolutely fantastic. <laughs> All right, cool. I'll, yeah, well, I'll have to check that out because um, those are two very good songs that you you listed off. So that, you know, it'll, it'll be very interesting to hear the ensemble version of that. But yeah, with that, let's go on to our top song here. So let's go with you, Gray. Uh, so for me, I I picked this song as. You know, I, I wanted a moving ballad uh, that was, uh, you know, like I said at the top of my list, this is, mine was no particular order, but I, you know, I wanted to end with a ballad because, you know, that that is what, you know, you really associate with the evening and stuff like that. And I wanted a very heartfelt sung ballad that was a love number uh, and there's this amazing, amazing duet put out by Ayaka 
uh, and Daichi Miura, and that is Hard Up. And this is just an absolutely stunning song. Uh, I love the the melody is fine. Uh, I think the selling point for this is the vocals. Uh, the they're so powerful. They're so well done uh, that they really just bring the, just this moving number. Uh, and I absolutely love this song. And I, I just I felt like you know I remember when this was released. It was released on Valentine's Day. Uh, and it is just this heartwarming song sung with so much passion that I, I just, I couldn't picture, you know, I, I love Daichi Miura. Like I said, I went like at my actual wedding, I went down to aisle to it, it's the right time. Uh, and, and so, you know, if I could do it again, I would still want Daichi Miura to be part of that. And I can't think of a better song. I mean, You is nice and it's really cute. And I, I like You. You is one of my favorite songs by Daichi Miura. But I, I I think this song is just much better done. And I, it more fits the occasion. And I just, I love this song to death. I, I like to go back and listen to it a lot. So... Um, you know, this is definitely a song that I would love to slow dance with my wife to, uh, because like I said, there's just so much passion and heart in this song. It bleeds through every line sung and I, it just sweeps me away. I love it so much. And so, uh, for me, this is definitely just a great song to, to enjoy. I agree. I absolutely love Hard Up with Daichi and Ayaka. And it's honestly one of my favorite collaborations in general. I think they both do a great blend of it. And it's one of the reasons I actually bought Ayaka's 30 years old album because Hard Up was on there. I mean, there are other great songs in her too, but I loved Hard Up. That was the selling point. And I could easily sing you dancing this, dancing to this together. I could see this being in your wedding because I know how much you love the Deitch. And I think that just this collaboration in general, both Ayaka and Daichi have this perfect, I'm trying to think of the correct word, this perfect like flow, um, this perfect ambiance together, chemistry. They have such a perfect chemistry and it kind of like reminds me of that Shota Amelia chemistry and I love that and it's just this nice beautiful track that is very befitting of weddings and a love song and it's just cute and it just there's so many things I love about it and I'm really glad you picked that I also am kind of surprised I knew you would pick a Daichi song but I didn't think you'd actually pick Hard Up with Ayaka. This was like the least ones I'd think. Yeah, I, I mean, like, again, Daichi is just one of those people where it's like, it, it's always hard to pick one Daichi song. Uh, but for I, for me, this, I it just is, like I said, it, like, I wanted a good ballad uh, and I wanted a good Daichi song. And, and so I could pick It's the Right Time. Uh but that was actually played at my wedding. So it's, it's, I was like, it doesn't fit the parameters of the, uh, 
of the topic that we were given. Uh, and so I, yeah, I wanted to do this, uh, because I just, like I said, it's just such a moving and beautiful song. And it was like, I wanted one, I mean, I got like a couple of power ballads on here and stuff. But I wanted like one, although to be fair, hard up really does enter power ballad te- territory when they get to the chorus. Uh, cause I mean, just, there's so much power in the, like their vocals and what they're singing. So, uh, but I, like I said, I wanted something just a little bit more traditional, I guess you could say. Uh, and I, I thought this was a great pick for that. Yeah, no, this is another artist that I also thought that somehow someone would have gotten up here because I know you love the Deitch as well. I, I thought one of you would have put in Deitch, but I, I, I should have agreed that it would have been great here. But I was very surprised as well that it was hard up. And I, I could absolutely see why you originally included it. And I would have loved to have saw you with the song playing in the background as well. So going on to mine, it's not my number one. Like I said, I failed this assignment. It, this would be in the lower end, um, but I have to mention it. Honestly, I don't know what my number one would be. It would probably be Mata Kimiwa Shidanai Prettiest Girl or Milk and Honey. Uh <laughs> but that that's my honest opinion. Um, but I did choose this. This would be the one I can intertwine with tonight is Hold On by Dream. And I'm going to be specific on this. So one, I'm going to specify who Dream is because there's a lot of girl groups with the name Dream. Those of you know, there was a five member girl group named Dream from the U.S. that had that uh, P. Diddy produced a lot of their music. Um Everyone would know them if I mentioned their songs, but they're really big in the 2000s and late 90s. But that's not the dream I'm talking about. The dream I'm talking about started out as a three-member group, was a seven-member group, was a five-member group, and this is when Dream went to a four-member group as they changed time, changed many, changed many times, member-wise. They also are part of E-Girls, so that should also ring a bell, LDH. I specified Rhythm Zone Avex because they were with them. But so those of you who don't know, Dream's done a lot of different music. And on one of their singles, Konanimo, to be specific, this was a B-side and it was called Hold On. When you hear it, it will sound extremely familiar. And why it is a huge hit from the 90s, Hold On by Wilson Phillips. And <laughs> yes, this is a cover why did I choose a cover? Because I really do like Dream's version. I mean, I love the original. The original is in freaking Bridesmaids, the movie, you know, and I'm sitting here singing along to it, and I still sing along to it, but something about Dream's version really caught me. One, I do love Dream, and I am sad they disbanded. But Hold On is one, like, lyrical. It's always, like, had a hold on me. It's also a track that I would love to play in Japanese for the audience, especially because I guarantee the audience I have knows this whole song in English and would be singing in English to it along with it. So I think that would be a very interesting aspect and make the reception a lot of fun. And I have a lot of regrets not choosing it. I honestly don't remember why. I think I got told if we're going to play it, we're playing the original. Totally get it. But being me, I'm like, I really love their cover of it. I also love their vocals in it because I think they have great vocals. And I feel like this is a song that they actually really show their vocals because Dream is, they are like a vocal dance unit. And sometimes you don't always hear their vocals. And I 
think that's one thing that shines in this track. I do feel like the composition might be a little off, especially hearing the original. But this is one that I would be sitting there singing it in Japanese and just getting so into it. And I personally love it. I think it would have been a fun one to do. It would have been like a crowd favorite. Everyone would have been into it. Yeah, no, uh, I, I'm with you. I, I like, I love the original Wilson Phillips song. Uh, Hold on, I hadn't heard that song in years, and then when when I listened to this, I was like, oh my gosh. Uh, you, you know, the moment you hear it, you know the song, and I, I think me and you, Luna, because we're about the same age, it's like you know we remember uh, there was a point in our childhood where that song was everywhere. Like, like you could not hide under a rock and not hear "Hold On" by Wilson Phillips. Like that song was everywhere, uh, and I, it, it's great. It's a fantastic song. Uh, and going and listening to Dream's version of it, I, I like it. You know, it, it's close enough to the original. It's very recognizable. It's different enough to where it feels like it's its own thing. Uh, and uh, call me biased, but. I actually think the vocals here are better than the than, than the Wilson Phillips original. Uh, like Dream sounds amazing in this song. I, I, I like it. Now it could be just higher audio quality, but I, I I like this a lot, and I you know I like hearing the like the Japanese interpretation of the lyrics for that. It, it's definitely a, a, it gives a little different feel, a little more to it and stuff i i i, I like this pick and I, i'd been up there singing uh like like it's been a minute since i heard the original i don't know the, i don't i don't know the lyrics to it but you know i'd be up there dancing because i i do love that song it's it's fantastic and the moment i hear it i'm back in i'm back in my childhood so i, I that just is a fun trip down memory lane for me yeah no instantly when i heard this i was like I didn't originally knew it was a cover because I was like, I swear I've heard this somewhere, somehow, somewhere. And it just took me a little bit of a thought to be like, oh, it's a cover. (laughs) And I absolutely love this. And it's fantastic. A A little bit of the Japanese language rushing aside to kind of fit the the chorus there. I absolutely really love this song and I was very surprised that you would have included it in your in your five here. It it's one that I kinda I, I don't want to say I secretly love, but I listen to it a ton. And then every time I listen to it, I'm like, why didn't I include this? This would have been a lot of fun. So with that, Ken, I'm curious what your number one is because I've guessed a couple of these, but I'm curious if I'm going to have a winning streak or a losing streak on this. So the thing is, I we originally had done this, this particular topic somehow. I, I remember doing this and I put this particular song on on that list and I knew that you guys originally did it. It was one of the episodes that I wasn't on originally. And it, if I had to have chosen a song, any song to have been played at my wedding, it would have been Precious Love by Exile Atsushi. This particular song is literally for a wedding. <laughs> so the music video has a literal wedding dress in it. <laughs> so, and it is about literally falling in love and always being by your side. And 
this is a song that no matter what who I had fell in love with even if I fell in love with someone that wasn't in love with Japanese music and I could only have picked one song it would have been this song because I'm I'm pretty sure Atsushi would have sung an English version (laughs) but for me Precious Love would have been this song that I would have picked immediately because it talks about how every little thing and every day that you fall in love with that person and you just fall in love with that smile and just every time you get closer and no matter what that precious love that you have together will always be protected and it's something that's very important for me for this particular song and I knew that originally when I was going to pick a song for a wedding this would have been the song no matter what so uh I, I love that you picked this song. It, it's absolutely stunning and absolutely beautiful. Uh, it, it's messaging and theme is on point. And I'm, I'm going to talk about a slightly different song, but I'm going to bring it back around to, to Precious Love. So uh, the song that you know our first dance to was uh, Back at One by Brian McKnight. And I, I always told my wife, like one of the reasons I love that song is, you know, it, it, it it's... Um, you know, like if you ever feel like you know you're done, you always start back at one. It's like you know, it's this ever process that you're always doing. You know, you're never done. Uh, and I, you know, precious love kind of touches on that same concept, that same idea of you know, you know, it's every day. You know, it's it's not just like like you know, especially for uh, a very for a relationship to work. Like you know, all you both of the people they have to put time and effort and energy into it, and it's it's an everyday process. And there's something beautiful about it when you go through that process. And I think this is is very captured uh, well in Precious Love, uh, and it's just uh, a stunning song, expertly sung by Atsushi. Uh, I mean, the vocals that he does in this track is just so well. So. I think this is an amazing pick and uh, definitely uh, I, I look forward to hearing this at your wedding. Yes, I I completely agree. And I'm, I remember when we did this initially and I remember this being included and Precious Love is just absolutely beautiful and I'm glad that this is one that stuck with you that you, you really foresee playing at your wedding because it is a wonderful choice the lyrics alone are just something that is very meaningful and touching and you can just feel the emotions and this is absolutely perfect i'm glad you picked actual love songs that have meaning and not ones you know something that means something to you and that's what matters and I absolutely love that. And Precious Love fits into that perfectly. I feel like it's really the cherry on top the cake. Haha, no pun intended. Just hearing that and seeing everything else you've picked, they all flow together and they really do fit perfect with like the theme of how you see your wedding. And I love that. And I can see all of these playing out i can literally picture myself being there and just seeing these play out and you with your beloved yeah no it's it's something very interesting because like 
like I said, out of the out of the three, I have not have yet have yet to have done a, a reception or a wedding yet. So it was very interesting overall hearing your guys' pick of if you were to start over again, what songs would have been it, and the songs that I picked, honestly, if if like I said, if I could only had chosen one, even if the person was Japanese or not. It would have been Precious Love. It was the song that I probably would have picked always, no matter what. It was the number one song when I originally made this made this topic. It was the song that I picked previously when we have talked about songs included of our weddings. And overall, I absolutely love this song. And this song was very, very important for me not to have included. But... I'm very surprised to look at all your guys' lists here because I, you know, unfortunately, the only ones that we did go to see was yours, Luna. We got to go to your wedding. And and if I could have heard these songs in your wedding as well, I would have been just as surprised at the track list that, that we originally had gotten. <laughs> Yeah, no, I I agree, and I'm glad we brought this up again, you know, and hearing Ken, since you haven't been married yet, and just hearing what you would play, and now I'm very, I'm anticipating this when you do get married and find that special person, of seeing your wedding come to life, and hearing these songs in it, and I know, Gray, I, I, I feel bad I wasn't able to make yours, but... I can just envision like when you guys do you guys do a renewal of vowels of you including these and I think that would be fantastic and being able to see that unfold I feel like it's kind of like our our you know for me I would do my wedding all over again and throw these in Switch yeah it up. Uh, no I could definitely see like if Luna like if you did like a vowel renewal and stuff like that you know that was uh like Easily, I could see these tracks being played and stuff. And yeah, I, I chose to get married. Uh, I mean, I, you can't help the season you fall in love and, and stuff like that. But what the time that me and Jamie got married, the time that me and my wife got married, uh, you know, the world, the, you, it was hard to travel. There was a lot, of, lot going on. So, you, you know, and, and to be fair, like, me and my wife did not get to enjoy any of our wedding reception so it's like it's like for the people that didn't come like i'm like well you, you might would have had fun you wouldn't have saw me a whole lot like i missed probably 75 percent of my own wedding reception like i was not there i was off doing other things so uh like a lot of the like i didn't get a best man speech i didn't get anything i we got like a first dance we did um father daughter uh mom and son uh we like we were like five minutes into eating our dinner and they're like hey it's time to cut the cake we cut the cake and they're like hey it's time to do the run out and like it just uh it was a nightmare but uh (laughs) so like part part of me would love a do-over uh to get like the best you know to get like the the things like the the best man uh speech uh, to like I don't know actually enjoy the wedding reception for once but uh, you, you know uh, and um, I, I've reached a slightly different point in my life where even if like people like 
even if like not everybody at my wedding reception would enjoy the music like there's certain songs like I would want played and all the ones I listed here today are I mean like I said I, I was able to squeak a few in last time but it was only like two or three and so uh, you know definitely we're going to up that number uh, the next time but yeah with that I want to say thank you for listening to this wonderful episode of Ungaku Do You. Once again, the next episode will be the Oricon episode, so be on the lookout for that. But, yeah, you can follow us on all social media platforms on Twitter and Instagram. You can follow the website at ungakudu.com. You can also follow our affiliates, Cory Hunter, who is a retro Twitch streamer. You can check him out at twitch.tv slash Corey Hunter, K-Y-O-R-Y-U-H-U-N-T-E-R. You can also check out Timber Taff, who is a variety streamer and going through the lore of World of Warcraft. God bless his soul. But you can check him out at twitch.tv slash Timber T-I-M-B-E-R-T-A-F-T. You can also check out your sister Luna Rose, who is going through the lovely Twitch as well. You can check her out at twitch.tv slash rainstarkitty, R-A-I-N-S-T-A-R-K-I-T-T-Y. You can also check out our our fellow writer, Fangirl Has No Name. You can check her out at twitch.tv slash Fangirl Has No Name, F-A-N-G-I-R-L-H-A-S-N-O-N-A-M-E. You can also check out the podcast where me, Kyo, and Timber, and Fangirl talk about the gaming news called Podosaurus. This upcoming week, we'll probably be talking about all the wonderful things I know that me and, and Kyo will probably be talking about the Barbie movie for lovely reasons because it's so absolutely stupid bonkers i love it but if you want to hear my thoughts about that go check out curry potosaurus by looking up curry hunter same as his twitch handle on all podcast streaming services you can follow me on twitter at otyken1 where i talk about bang dream i know about robocall herobo and joshi pro wrestling where can we find you gray you can find me on Twitter at OngakuGray where I tweet about what I'm watching, what I'm playing, all that fun jazz. So if you're interested in what I'm up to, just follow me there. And where can we find you, Luna? You can find me on several of the social medias, such as the Twitters, My Anime List, Anime Planet, Kitsu, Letterboxd, serialized as LunaMaria87. And Nerdy Collector Luna on Instagram, where I post about what I'm watching, what I'm listening to, my cats, what I bought, and why I have no money due to that reason. So you can follow me those places. But yeah, I want to say thank you so much for listening to this wonderful episode of Ungakadu. I'm your host, Ken, saying thank you very much and have a great day. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I hope you had a ton of fun and have a great rest of your week. We'll see you next time. Thank you for listening. Jamatane. And this is great. Thank you guys so much for tuning in and we'll be right back here next time. Bye bye.